Habits 365 Conscious Minds Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. I'm your host, Chris Holbert. This is the Conscious Minds Podcast. I'm your host, and I'm joined here with my, our co-host, Spencer Zayad, the CEO of Habits365. How are you doing, Spence? I'm doing well, Chris. Thanks for, uh, thanks for letting me on. Yeah, no problem. And uh, we have another special guest, and he goes by the name G, as I have been introduced to him <laughs> from Spencer. It's my first time meeting him, too. So how are you doing, G? I'm good, man. How are you doing? Good. Now, Spence, you want to talk about a little bit about your relationship with them and just start from there? Yeah, absolutely. So pretty much uh, I, I used to play a lot of basketball, uh, as you did yourself, Chris. And one of my longtime coaches for like, I think, 15 years he was coaching before, I was looking to kind of go down a journey of I wanted to start meditating. I wanted to start, you know, taking better care of my just mental health in general. And I reached out to him, Carl uh, was his name, is his name. And he said, oh, I, I have a guy for you. I'm like, are you sure? Like, I've been referred to a ton of people and they're all kind of weird and they all kind of suck. <laughs> uh, and then Carl put me in touch with G. Uh, G came over and we did a session and I was just like, the feeling that I had during the meditation was just so surreal. And I, I hadn't ever meditated before and I was like really taken aback. And that's when uh, we started um, chatting and and you know, uh, having a relationship. And that was kind of how we met. Um, and then ever since then, we've just been growing on in terms of the, uh, the mindfulness experience uh, that I've been t- on and, and kind of based on his experience as well, that uh, kind of his journey um, to get to where he is now. And, and that's kind of how we met. So it was, it was a really uh, kind of random experience and, and random yeah. meetup, I guess, but it was it worked out uh, pretty well for, uh, for myself. So I was definitely happy to, uh, to come across it. That's dope, yeah. And G, how about you tell us a little about yourself, uh, about your personal life, whatever you want to go from there. I mean, okay. excited to meet you, and hopefully everyone else is too. Yeah, man. Um, so, yeah, it's funny. I don't even know how long ago that was. It's, I feel like so much has happened <laughs> since It was then. a little before COVID, a little before COVID. Yeah, a little before. Okay, oh, yeah. But, yeah, so much has happened since then. But um, I, I'm glad to be here today, you know, uh, from one meeting, and now we're here on the Conscious Minds podcast. So that's that's great. Um yeah, so uh, a little bit about me. Um, I grew up in Harlem, New York City. Uh, played basketball pretty much my whole life. Um, played in college and professionally for a couple years, and now I'm um, I'm a I'm a basketball coach as well. So uh, basketball coach and my mindfulness journey started pretty much I would say from a kid, but I started to realize what it was around college when I uh, decided to study psychology. You know, because I was mm. like a quiet kid. And I, I used to think a lot, you know, I always thought a lot and I always, of course, uh, yeah, I, I, always I know that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always watch people. So I always made, I always you observe, actually, you, you like to look yeah. at people and see like where they're coming from and stuff. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, I, and I always wondered yeah. why did people act the way they did? You know, why were people, why did, why is this person loud? Why is this person quiet? Why is this person like can't stay still or why are these people rich? Why are these people poor? Like, what is it? Like, you know what I'm like? What, what is, what am I missing here? Like, you know what I mean? Why the why, yeah, it's like the why. Exactly. You know what I mean? So I was always asking those questions, but always in my head, you know what I mean? So um, I never really knew what it was about, but I just was like, okay. I knew I wasn't, I, I knew I thought more than the average kid, you know what I mean? Like, you know, most what was, yeah. what was the most, like in terms of the experience, like that you had, like what was your first, like 
kind of, I guess, spiritual awakening, like whether it was a time doing meditation or, you know, doing something like to your body, like what was like, what was that first experience like that kind of cracked you where you were like, oh shit, like mm. this is like, this is something different than I've experienced in the past. Cause I remember mine and it was very interesting, but I want to hear a little bit about your journey with first, that. Man, uh, you know, what's so funny. Cause I'm not a, I'm not a religious person at all, but I remember one time. So a friend of mine from sixth grade, he, um, He's like a pastor now, you know. What I mean, he's he was huge into church as when we was like thirteen. Like he was always talking about church. I'm like, man, get out of here, like whatever. <laughs> but uh, like when I was, I think it was like my sophomore year in college, um, maybe my freshman year in college. But he invited me to his church, and it was I was like really not interested, but I was like, okay, whatever, I'll go. And it was a great experience, you know. What I mean, it was such a good like spiritual. Was it like different? Is it different from what you've ever experienced before? Yeah, uh, because I went to a Catholic school, and you know, church in Catholic school is like, fuck, it's like a funeral. I know, bro. I, I've, I've been on the same uh, boat when I was young. Uh, I used to be in church, just sleeping and shit. It's like it's nothing like you know, actually being in a real church. I'm Jewish, I can't relate, but continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it, was, it always sucked. So I had a bad, you know, I didn't really like church, um, but yeah. um, it was it was great. It was a great spiritual experience for me, like as far as feeling the energy of everybody there at the same time. And it, what the pastor was talking about, like, was really hitting home. So I'm like, this There's is a harmonious vibe. You know, everyone yeah. was in harmony, all folks on the same thing, all consciously aware of all yeah. the surrounding, every belief, all the faith goes in that one. Yes. It's, it's all collective. It's a big collective mm -hmm. thing. You know, what's, you, know what's, you know what's very interesting that I've, that I've pondered the last few days? So, you know, and I'm not a religious person either. Uh, you know, I am Jewish in faith, but I'm, I'm not super religious. I don't go to temple. I don't do, uh, you know, the rituals. But every religion, so Judaism, Buddhism, Hinduism, Christianity, Islam, they all have a certain set of beliefs, some, some overlapping here and there. But they all think, they, they all know that they're right, which is very interesting because... Yeah. So I'm 100% right. This is what I believe and this is true. Mm -hmm. But then you're over there telling me that, no, what I believe is actually true. Yeah. And it's so interesting. I want your thoughts on that, G. Like, how how did we get here? <laughs> that's, that's, that's a good point. <laughs> G subject, you know what I mean? But, you know, what? how I see it, I feel like um, throughout history, there's been a lot of, I would say, I guess religion, but a lot of prophets that try to, you know, um, I guess put out certain knowledge, you know what I mean? So, and I feel like it's been so many different people, so many great people that touched the earth, you know, and had their influence that, you know, with all this knowledge, religion was pretty much formed without all, all of this knowledge, you know, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, like, uh, and then once you, once you get, Say if you're a Christian, right? If it's a Christian community over here and a Jewish community over here, whatever community you grow up in is what you're going to be, you know, pushed to believe. So it's, you know I mean, it's place like, your beliefs, yeah. You know I mean, so it's like I, I guess, I feel like it's more of a belief system than people thinking. I know some people really think they know exactly what's going on and who did what, and like you know. But I just feel like no one knows what's going on. Nobody you know, knows I swear. anything. You know, I mean, we don't know. We don't um, know. Anything, you know, what I mean, so I just feel like. It's more of a belief system, you know. What I mean, that's how I see it. Like, okay, listen, if this yeah. is Christianity is what you use. Because when I went to the church, it was a Christian church, so I'm like, okay, 
if I'm not a Christian, but I will come back to this church, you know, just from the spiritual aspect and what you, the words that you're giving, you know, what you're preaching, I think that's great. But as far as like me really dedicating my whole entire life to Christianity, like I just don't know enough to do that. You know what I mean? Like, so I just feel like if people yeah. took on that mentality a little bit more, like, yo, so I don't really know. I know this, this sounds great. I know this could be a good system. I cannot say I can stake my whole existence on this being a fact. You know what yeah, I mean? So, right, exactly. But that's what that's what religion has become. But I feel like I feel like like spirituality and religion have been conflated, but I think they're very different. Yes, yeah, yeah, they definitely they're, definitely. they're similar and diff they're very different, but they're similar in some ways. Yeah. Where it's like you let go of yourself to believe in something greater. Mm -hmm. Well, I think the main difference, what I've at least have thought of is religion you see this outside this greater force or this divinity that you have to put your faith in and you let go of part of your egoic self and you're now kind of worshiping this greater being where spirituality you kind of see it in the same type of light but it's more so you're more interconnected to that greater being yeah like that's how I, like spirituality you kind of connect deeper to yourself but also yourself. you go to like a a, a weird place where it's like an unknown place. It's so unknown, but it's so familiar. And that's what I actually like. I meditate too, by the way. Mm -hmm. And like some of my meditations, I've had the craziest experience. Bro. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, yo, like you literally, you don't know where you're at. Like you leave your, your, this body, this you vessel. Do. You do. And you tap into the energies of whatever it is, the deeper sense of reality. And mm -hmm. it's just indescribable. So I kind of want to hear like your view on that. And like your type of experience is meditation. Cause I feel like that's like, one of the main links between religion and spirituality is that type of aspect of the deeper sense of reality. Yes. Um, I feel like the biggest difference between uh, religion and spirituality is uh, I feel like with spirituality is more, you're more comfortable with not knowing anything. You know what I mean? You're, you're completely open. I feel like with religion, you're looking for a certain type of answer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Spirituality. Just, chasing, yeah. it, you know what I mean? You're just letting things come to you, you know. Um, it's more of a like a openness, you know, just like a really letting there's it, no agenda. Yeah, you're letting your ego go, you know, you're letting everything down. Uh, but as far as meditation experiences, man, like like you said, you really just leave you really realize that you're separate from this plane, you know, like it is something outside of you person as like the physical. You, I feel like the more you meditate, the more you get in tune with the person that's the real you, you know, like the higher self, like, you know, so it is, whatever it, it is, is yeah. interesting. And like once, you, yeah, whatever that is, it's like, it is, it is such a mystery, but I feel like the more you meditate, the more you get to know what it is, but you can't, right. it can't be explained in words. That's why. I, yeah, yeah it's it's right. You need to do it over and over and over to really get deeper because when i first started meditating i i was not good i i would get distracted fidgety i go oh, yeah. five minutes at a time mm -hmm. now i mean g can tell you i i could do 20 minutes yeah. 15 minutes like easily it's, it's like, literally the process like the thing about meditation, there's a lot of misconceptions on it but the main thing that i've seen is the more you do it the better you get at it like you said but it's all it's also when you continuously do it you realize there's something else out there. And <laughs> when you keep like pursuing what that is, you almost lose it. But at the same time, it's the acceptance of the meditation that connects you to it. It's, well, it's a, like surrendering, it's surrendering your, what you know about yourself 
and then you let go and then you become something greater because exactly. you're not labeled to this it's, portion. You know? there's, a, there's a level of open-mindedness to meditation that is associated not with religion, I feel like. I feel like religion, like you were saying before, it's a belief system, whereas you know, you're not, you have no agenda, you have no end goal other than to just find yourself and, and improve uh, you know, the self. And so that's kind of what I've seen with just meditating over the last few years. What I've come across is, is kind of an open-mindedness. And, it, and it's funny because, you know, I speak to people um, and obviously sometimes they look at me sideways. Oh, you, you meditate? What, like, what, what is that? Like, what, what does that mean? Like, why? Like, um, but it's interesting to see like um, that people who, especially the ones who claim to be super open-minded, no, I'm not doing meditation. I don't need to meditate. What the heck do I need that for? Like, it, they think it's like a like a drug or like something that you got to take. It's really just a journey to find out more about yourself. And mm -hmm. I'm, gee, I'm wondering from your perspective, like, are some people afraid to go deeper? Are people worried that they are not going to like what they see? Like, uh, yeah, I I definitely feel like that, and I feel like a lot of it is subconscious. You know, um, as humans, and like like I said, I study psychology, so you I learn a lot about the brain and how humans just function. Period. And this is something I feel like we need to be taught at a younger age. Like, you know, psychology should be taught around first grade, honestly, because it teaches you why you react to things a certain way. You know, I feel like most of the time we live, we're living blindly. You know, we don't know why we're doing what we're doing. We don't know why we act the way we act. We don't, we're just on autopilot and whatever we are programmed with as a kid, we just run with that and think that's the way, you know? So I feel like, you know, and I feel like subconsciously, people are scared living. Like everybody lives in a like a, a state of anxiety. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, like we said earlier, we don't know what we're doing here. We don't know who put us here. We don't know how we got here. You know, you know, we don't know what's gonna happen when we leave. So it's like you're born, <laughs> you're you're born with an innate anxiety. Like you need a distraction. You know, I need TV. I need this. I need sports. I need that. I don't really want to go inside uh, because I'm, yeah. I'm gonna find. But and like I said, I think it's more subconscious than anything. But um, I just feel like people just need to let go of the fear, you know, and just try to really learn what life is really about, you know, like outside of all the physical material stuff, you know, just try to connect with whatever source that has us here, whatever this energy is, whatever we're breathing in, you know, try to get in tune with it. But, you know, and that's what meditation basically does. Yes, it, it's getting in tune with it. And yeah, that's the really. practice. See, this is a game. What we're doing right now is a game. That's, I feel like people see meditation, they're like, oh, well, shit, I don't know how to do that. But you practice it to get better at this game, which is life. Meditation yeah. is that escape where it's like, okay, I'm going to hone back in and connect to my roots or my my intuition, mm -hmm. everything that connects to this deeper source. Mm -hmm. And that's where it all comes together. Then when you come out of the meditation, you practice using your awareness and honing and tuning into the things yeah. that you want to. It's being in control of your thoughts, being the observer of them. Mm -hmm. Rather than having your thoughts run wild. Yeah. Like when my the biggest thing about meditation, people think you have to go like absent minded. Like mm -hmm. that can happen. That sometimes okay. does happen. You get lost. And it's kind of crazy because that's when like the that's craziest experience happens. I feel like in it's those moments, I feel like you realize that there's no such thing as time. I think that's the biggest thing you learn. Like, yeah, period. You know, like time is really it's a it's construct. Not real. Like, really, it's not real. You know what I mean? It's really not. No, it's not. I mean, you could transcend <laughs> time easily. Like when you're yeah. it's needed. You can. It's, it's a necessity in terms of we need it to locate focal points in reality. 
Yeah. You need to have understanding of the past and understanding of the future to know what this is in reference because of duality. Yeah. But in reality, it's like more so an ever longing present that is continuously happening and changing. Yes, yeah. Yes, yes. I mean, do you do you think there's like, is that because I, I G asked you this the other day, is there a past, present, future or are we just always in the present and we kind of just move along that and use past and future as a construct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think that the only time is now, you know, so, but um, I feel like the past... Never, like, you've never not been here. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you've never not been here, but uh, I feel like you know, <laughs> the past is something like, of course, a lot of things had to lead up to this moment, you know what I mean? So I'm not going like, it does exist in retrospect, you know, it does exist, but um, it's just a bunch, like we said, it's just like a long, I feel like it's just a plane of long, like, of just never ending, you know what I mean? It's never. It, it. I feel like a lot of things in life, without somebody having to tell you, you know, you realize what it is. You know, like okay, right. I know this is like an eternal, like this doesn't end. Really. Yeah, there's no ending to this. This is just what is. You know, like, and I feel like nothing really ever ends. You know, it's just what it's what it yeah changes. You know, it's constantly changing. Doesn't end and start. It's just constantly changing. It's constant change and evolution. So. Yeah, that's how that's how I see that. Like, you know, just yeah, I think yeah, I think there's definitely a level of truth to that. But again, like we'll never know. It's just our interpretation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But you do tap into it. You do tap into it during meditation. Uh That's that's where it's a deeper truth because it may not be the whole truth, but it's definitely a greater slice of the pie. You know, and that's honestly where I think religions need to understand where maybe their faults are at. Like not not to diss any religion. I'm not like going at anything, but I think every religion has a slice of the pie, and you can learn from every perspective of each religion and get a greater slice to see where the commonalities are. Yes, yes. And then the more you tap in, like spiritually and meditation wise, you realize they're kind of trying to convey whatever it is we're tapping into through mm. these different whatever you want to call it. Yeah. These different religions. These different. Yeah. So worries, like, that's where I think it's cool. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. And I think I think just in terms of, you know, people wanting to go deeper, um, you know, to transition to kind of like COVID, how that impacted people's just mental state, it, it clearly had a really negative impact. That's kind of the reason why, uh, just to mention it briefly, obviously, I don't want to go on a tangent, but uh, kind of why we started the Project 21 and why I felt like, you know, because of our message, because of who we are, you know, we kind of can't stay silent. We kind of can't just, you know, let it fly by the wayside. We, you know, have to do something. And that's why I kind of reached out to G and said, hey, like, we're putting this Project 21 together. And, you know, I, I think this is something that would be good for folks to really kind of just allow them to tune into themselves, not us telling them anything, not us instructing them more. So just, hey, you know, consider this, like, this is something that will benefit you. Yeah. You know, G, talk yeah. about kind of, I guess your thought process on that whole idea and execution of it. Yeah, um, COVID. Yeah, the the start of the pandemic was really crazy, um, but I, I feel like I thought about it outside of you know the health crisis, you know, and people getting sick. I thought for me personally, it was going to be great because I got to sit sit down and get and tap in and you know to a different space. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like it was hard for people because. The, a lot of the distractions were taken away, you know, like one distraction is work, you know, like people go to work to just get stuff for their mind. You know what I mean? Some people work 18 hour days, shifts and stuff like that. 
just because they don't want to sit down and think and deal with reality. You know, it forced people to deal with. They can't be with their own thoughts. Exactly. Some people just can't. And it shows you that everything can be taken away from you at any moment, but you're going to be left with your mind. You know, you're going to be left with yourself. So, and you have to know how to deal with yourself. You know what I mean? So the I, most, the most, right. The most popular, uh, the most popular, I don't want to call them a cult, but the <laughs> popular um, faction of people in the world is the people who, you know, have nine to fives and hate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, I mean, because gee, we've obviously talked a lot about this and Chris, you too. Like, it's crazy how many people I know, friends of mine, acquaintances, colleagues who, oh, I do this for work. I absolutely hate it. I have no interest in it. But hey, I'm going to make a lot of money and I don't really care if I'm miserable. I'll cry in my Ferrari. Like, really? <laughs> like, that That makes sense to you? Like, that's not going to get you very far. I mean, and it's, and I've seen it. I'm sure you guys have heard and seen that too. Yeah. Yeah, it's sad. I oh, think yeah. It's, um, no, for sure. But I think it's just, it's all programming though. You know, like from our schools, you know, some people, Fast. some people conform and some people rebel. You know, like when I was in school, it's funny because the reason why I didn't want a nine to five had nothing to do with the actual jobs. You know, I just, um, I I didn't really like sitting in school all day. You know, I wasn't like, you know, and I was a, I was a pretty good student. I was on the honor roll for most of my life. You know, I, I didn't have, I never failed or anything. Like I probably failed one or two classes, but I could not stay in school. And I'm like, I cannot sit somewhere all day, you know, while somebody's telling me what to do. And I'm just like, I just like, it didn't feel any type of, I didn't feel free, you know, at all. So um, it felt like, you know, like a kind of like a slave mentality. It's like, okay, we're, this is not. It is. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm forced to. It's institutionalization. Or I, or I'm mind, basically. You know, like, yeah, it's like somebody has you hostage inside of a building the whole day. You can't, you can't think for yourself. You can't. You're, you have to think based on the, the curriculum. Which is yeah, the, the curriculum. Yeah. <laughs> it has nothing to do with life. Nothing to do with it. They push it. It's the agenda. You know, they, they, they take your mind and they say, this is what it is. And they put you into a funnel. Yes. And some people see outside of it. Some people just get caught in it and they keep, they keep down that path. Mm-hmm. And that's where just everyone tends to go because what else do you actually do? <laughs> exactly. Right. But, and yeah. And I've seen, I've seen a lot of, you know, individuals talk about, Oh, like I've never actually anything, everything I've learned in school, very little of it or none of it I've actually used in the real world. The time when I got, you know, experience and the time when I learned things is through actually doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I started this company. That's why I started companies before. That's why I've been doing, you know, entrepreneurial endeavors. Cause like the only time I've ever really learned is, you know, when I've actually done stuff, but it's very mm-hmm. interesting to see the kind of, the duality with oh what school is supposed to be and then what does it actually turn into and it's two very different things it really is all right yo i think that was great i'm glad we spoke on some of the things we did because i wasn't expecting half of that but i mean i'm happy it happened yeah, we did all of it. <laughs> yeah unfortunately i do have to dip to a uh, a meeting right now but this was great um yeah chris you can wrap it up and then um uh, we'll have Tamani edit it and we'll send it to G when it's uh, all finished. And yeah, for sure. It's a great episode. Yeah, I'm I'm, ex- I'm looking yeah, forward sure. to listening. Yeah, me too. Absolutely. Uh, Later, Spence.